0: walking with jesus serving with love and sharing with courage welcome to the pecan podcast Hello, dear friends. It's Pastor Courtney Ellis. It is so good to be with you. We are doing a few more weeks in our PCOM series on politics, and I got my ballot in the mail last week. Daryl and I got our ballots. Lincoln is really interested in uh, the whole political process this season. He's been asking a lot of questions, and I pulled that ballot out of the mailbox, and he went, oh, is it here? <laughs> it was very exciting. Um, so we are praying over those as we prepare to fill them out, but I have really exciting news for this podcast. Our own Wendy Bucknam is here to answer some questions and to talk about voting and the mechanics of voting. So how do we do it? Where do we do it? Um, How can we be confident that uh, measures are being taken so that our votes matter and our votes count? Um, And also, she is going to share with us a little bit about her personal Christian convictions for why she has chosen to serve God in the political arena And why all faith is in some way political, because politics touches every area of our life. I am really thankful that Wendy was able to take the time to be with us. It was tricky for her and I to get a recording window. She is, uh, she's back at work in addition to serving in local government. She also works full time. And so I sent her some questions and she recorded and sent in some answers for the podcast. So I'm going to turn you over to Wendy. She is going to lead us on from here and then I will be back to close us. So without further ado, please welcome with me our own Wendy Bucknam. Thank you, Wendy, for being here with us.
1: Hi, I'm Wendy Bucknam, and I am a council member for the city of Mission Viejo, and I have been a council member for, I'm going into my sixth year. Uh, Paul and I, as well as our family, have been uh, attendees at uh, PCOM for about 15 years. Uh, Question number two is, do you feel it's important for Christians to be involved in our political system? Why or why not? I absolutely believe it's important for Christians to be involved in our political system, um, and both from the perspective of serving in our political system. Um, I believe that Christians uh, approach service uh, in the community as servant leaders, and, um, and I think we could use a few more servant leaders in our political system uh, at all levels and i also believe that uh christians uh do we have a tendency to study the word prayerfully consider things um come at things as um people that are, want truth and and justice and uh protection of the innocent um and i think that we study and prayerfully consider issues And that is very important um, when it comes to uh, Christians voting and having your voice heard. Uh, It's very important that we do our own research, go to uh, trusted resources, um, don't trust things that say, that are anonymous, that are left on cars in our church parking lot, which I've often seen that say the Christian Voter Guide, please know that those are not credible resources. They're typically anonymous, and they don't have anybody that references. And also, when you get lists that say so-and-so's picks or this or that, many times those are popularity contests or those are people's friends. Again, be very cautious. Read, research, do your own prayerful consideration of people and issues, uh, especially when it comes to the propositions. Be very, very careful because they are very tricky and um, and and they need to be considered carefully. Um, the other question is, why are you so passionate about voting? Well, uh, voting rights need to be protected they are they're one of our, our very important rights uh, United States is a unique we have a unique system that protects uh, we do we we consider voting um, very sacred. Uh, many people think, "Why should I vote? My vote doesn't matter." I will share with you that the first time that I ran for an office, I lost by just a mere 200 votes. So the next time I ran, I was successful. However, that those you could be one of 200 votes. I know people that missed it by you know uh, less than 70 votes. We've had elections in Mission Viejo that were split by 70 votes. Um, Every vote is important and, and your vote needs to be absolutely protected. Um, so, so please, the less people that handle your ballot, the better. And I'll touch a little bit more on that on, uh, in, in just a little while. And then uh, next question is, uh, where can we vote in November um, and, and, or maybe earlier? So, yes you are there's lots of choices Um, as you know the governor has said that everyone will receive a mail-in ballot so if you want to make sure that your information is correct you can go to OC vote um, and you can uh, get information there that can be very helpful so ocvote.com you can check to make sure your information is correct I want to encourage you to do that do it uh, sooner than later uh, the mail by, uh, the vote by mail ballots will be mailed to, by the register of voters starting October 5th. So you will be receiving them that week. The last day to register to vote in order to receive a vote by mail ballot is October 19th. Um, there are also, um, conditional voter registration that happens between October 20th and, and on the voting day of voting, November 3rd, um, I'll, I'll include some links to resources like what I've just mentioned, uh, but there's a great resource many times on city websites. So, if you are in the City of Mission Viejo, we have an election information section. I'm sure every of our, all of our neighboring cities have a similar section, but you can go to OC Vote, you can go to the Secretary of State, and I'll make sure Courtney has all of those links. Um, <clears throat> so. Uh, Mission Viejo voting centers, um, so I'll share those with you. Um, every city will have some, but because the church is in Mission Viejo and I'm a Mission Viejo council member, I'm very familiar with what Mission Viejo has available, so I'm going to stick with what I know. Uh, early voting, uh, again, starts uh, will start on Friday, October 30th, and will go through November 2nd from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. On November 3rd, which is voting day. Vote centers are open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. So here are um, the where the vote locations will be. The Mission Viejo Church of Christ, Mission Viejo City Hall, Norman P. Murray Community and Senior Center, the Orange County Islamic Foundation, Saddleback College, and Shepherd of the Hills Church. The city will also host a drive-through ballot drop-off that will be staffed by Register of Voter Employees from October 30th through Election Day, and the hours of that will be announced. So come back, check the city's website for that. There are also ballot drop boxes in Mission Viejo at the Florence Joyner Olympic Park. The Norman P. Murray Community and Senior Center, as well as Pathion Park. Now, um, I do uh, when it comes to voting, I want to make sure you understand your ballots can uh, you can if you feel you want to vote in person, by all means, you can do that. You can also hand carry your ballots to those locations and hand them to a um, register of voters employee. You can also put those in the designated, very secure ballot drop boxes. You can also mail them. But again, the fewer people that handle your ballot, the better. Now, there are some ways that you can support the community during this election season. And one of those ways is, number one, be kind to the candidates that may be coming to your door Say a prayer for them. This is not easy. I mean, they all are working hard, um, so I would just say be kind and and, uh, and and that goes a long way and and lifts their spirits. This is hard work, especially during this COVID season. Also, um, if you have folks that are in uh, assisted living facilities, please go and fill out the ba- help them fill out their ballots you because they you are a trusted resource to them do not leave that up to the employees there this is these are again this is a sacred right a very a very important right of our most vulnerable citizens our senior citizens and those any of our relatives that are living in an assisted living situation please assist them please take care of their ballots um and, and, and go through everything with them. Um, that would be a great thing that you can do. There are, I, I want to make sure you know that there are very, it's very important that you do this because this is where the most vulnerable are and these are where people are taken advantage of. So we as Christians can really make a difference in that way and encourage all of those around us to help our loved ones in that regard. And then, um, Finally, the last question, uh, just if there's anything that you that I'd like to share. And there's a few resources that are are great resources for information on propositions, which can be very confusing. Um, Orange County Taxpayers Association is a great resource. The Economic Coalition, uh, South County Economic Coalition, is another good resource. Uh, again, nonpartisan entities um, that do endorse candidates. Um and and I will speak to proposition issues especially OC tax and things that impact our local economy so these are very honed in to this region um, also you know depending on your political party a lot of times each of those political parties will have recommendations or officially endorsed candidates you and they will have positions on propositions you can go there and look and look at those resources for yourself and then uh, those are usually in found in the county party Location. And then, um, Chamber of Commerce, another great resource if you're concerned about things that will impact local businesses, etc. Oh, and then finally, I just want to encourage folks to um, stay in the Word, prayerfully, prayerfully consider all of these issues. And also, let's show some kindness and tolerance and discussion. And um, I know that Pastor Courtney has been sharing this, and this is so important right now. And you know, a lot of the local governments and counties are really struggling with what we're trying to do to ensure that we have public input, but at the same time balancing the COVID issue. These are very difficult things for people to balance. So consider that, too, that people are trying to do their best given the state mandates we're we are truly doing the best we can and and i wish all of our citizens health and number and then uh, prayerfully considering your vote and then i just want to say over everything i want to thank everyone that prays for your local city council for your state federal in, in county and your federal representatives it's so important to keep, hold us up in prayer and i just want to god bless you all and um as you go forth into this election season. Thank you so much.
0: Isn't Wendy so great? Oh, so, so awesome. I I so enjoyed listening to her her comments and her thoughtfulness um, as I prepared this podcast. So I pray that um, she was a blessing to you as well. Thank you so much, Wendy, for taking the time to um, just bring your wisdom and your thoughtfulness. And my request for us this morning or this afternoon, this evening, whenever you're listening to the podcast would be that you would join with me. In holding our local politicians and our state politicians and our national politicians in your prayers. Let us commit to pray for them, not just this week, but all of the weeks leading up to the election and then the weeks following the election. It's one thing to get elected, it's another thing to govern. The burden of leadership, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, is a heavy one. So um, let us keep those folks on our prayer lists this week. Um, Also, if you haven't had the chance yet to listen to Jeff Given's podcast from last week, we took a break from politics and talked about what worship is and what it means. It was such a fantastic and meaningful podcast. I really encourage you to go back to that if you have the chance and haven't heard it already. I really, I look forward all month to, uh, to Jeff's podcasts. It, not only does it give me a break, it is a really just wonderful chance to hear um, some words of truth from, from a different voice. So we are still in Matthew's gospel. We are in Matthew's gospel for the preaching series. And I wanted to read this morning a passage that I alluded to in last Sunday's sermon, but I I didn't preach on itself because I think I think in this season, we are all facing a lot of stress and pressure and decision fatigue, and I talked in my sermon about the gentleness of God, but I wanted to read this passage for us to just chew on and meditate a little bit together as we listen this morning. This is from Matthew chapter 11, beginning in verse 28, and it may be very familiar to you if you've grown up in the church or spent some time in the church. Um, but I would ask that you would listen to it in a new way this morning that you would listen to it and wherever you are, unless you're driving, keep your eyes open if you're driving, but if you are somewhere where you can sit for a moment and close your eyes and picture this scene, picture Jesus, picture Jesus. He is in his mid thirties. We think, and he is on his teaching and preaching tour. He is likely outdoors when he says these things in this particular passage. So, picture the climate. It is much like our own here in Mission Viejo. It is arid, it is hot, the plants are scrubby, the sun is out, the clouds are few. You can feel the sun on your face. And Jesus is speaking to his disciples. He is speaking to the crowd. But he is also speaking directly to you. Close your eyes and picture him. Picture the sun. Feel the breeze on your face and the dirt under your feet. Jesus knows you. Jesus has seen the events of the past months of your life. He knows the burdens you carry, the fears that weigh you down, the frustrations and anger you have faced, the sleepless nights you may have had, those who you worry for and about. He knows your political angst. He knows how you are hoping the election turns out. He knows your heart. And Jesus is speaking these words to the crowds, to his disciples, but also to you this morning, right where you are. From Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Friends, if you are weary and burdened this morning, if you are exhausted, if you are at your end, the Lord is near, nearer than your next breath. And this same Jesus who preached on these hillsides is alive and well and is present to us by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the message is the same. In this season of political turmoil and confusion, in this scene of this season of national and global Unrest and illness and sickness and death, the Lord is near. Let us come to Him, the one whose yoke is easy and burden is light, the one who is gentle and humble in heart. Dear friends, I miss you. I miss you. What a church of hugs we are going to be when hugs are the right thing to do again. I look forward to it. I cannot wait. But in the meantime, please know that me and Pastor Daryl and Pastor Jackson and Jeff Given and the entire team here at PCOM, we we are in it with you. And we are in it for you. And we love you so dearly you are in our prayers. If there are ever ways that you are you are struggling, it was it was uh, National Mental Health Week last week. If there are ways that you are struggling and you are in need of prayer or a pastor, referral to professional counseling resources, or we have a wonderful ministry at PCOM called The Bridge. It's care and prayer in times of crisis, completely confidential, one-on-one, men with men, women with women, opportunity to receive prayer over a period of six or eight or 10 weeks, please do reach out. Those emails you send to a pastor are completely confidential. It is a safe place for you to um, to bring those burdens, to bring those burdens. There is no shame, and this has not been an easy season for anyone. Also encourage you, if mental health is something on your mind, we have a whole series on mental health earlier in the podcast around the very beginning of the summer, May and June, where I interview uh, quite a few wonderful experts, including people like Malika Clellan, Pastor Jackson's wife is a is a certified play therapist and registered play therapist. I always get that wrong, registered play therapist. Um, And also people like Dr. Holly Oxhandler, who works at the, she's a dean at the Baylor School of Social Work and Dr. Robert Vore, certified counselor, a lot of folks. So there are such great resources out there. Many of them free, others on a sliding scale, telehealth visits available. Do not struggle alone if this season is getting hard. We come to Jesus, but Jesus also sends us to each other and to professionals to help walk with us through these difficult days. All right, friend, in it with you and in it for you, join me in praying for our local politicians, our state and national politicians, that God's will would be done in this election and that all of us would continue doing our part to work for the salvation of the world, for the common good, and for the good of our neighbors. I miss you, friends. Until next time, please take care, be well, and God bless.